In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, everybody. It's Jeff Zimpfer, your host for the Mortgage Marketing Live weekly show. And it is an encore performance this week. That's right. Twice, two live shows this week. And I'm bringing back one of my favorite guests of all time, Michelle Berman, the Instagram power method. We're going to get started, as you know, in just four seconds. Yeah, so here we are. And once again, if you haven't heard the news, listen, I don't know if you've heard the news. Matter of fact, I've got to do this. I've got to create the ultimate sin on live on video. I'm going to step out of frame. But you can check out my new Christmas lights. Hold on. Whoa. There you go. You always want to make sure you have your book within arm's reach before you start your live. <laughs> Anyway, I did it for you, people. I did it for you, risking life and limb over here. If you haven't heard, get the new book, Disruptor Die, How to Survive or Thrive, The Digital Real Estate Shift. And if you are watching live or on the replay, I tell you what, mm, tell me your number one struggle with social media. Type it in. We want to know what it is. And I'm going to choose one lucky winner for the, somebody who put it in, your number one struggle with social media. Put it in and you... Congratulations. You are the winner. Yes. You are going to be the lucky winner of a free copy, even signed autograph copy of this book. So that's how we want to get you to participate today. Is that enough of an ethical bribe? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back for an encore visit to my podcast, Michelle Berman. I feel like we're like in standing in the Colosseum in Rome. And it's like, are you not entertained? <laughs> yes. I feel like we're maybe the USC Coliseum because I've been there and it's big and it's awesome. There you go. Even even one better, Michelle. That's modern day gladiators, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Real life <laughs> awesome. 300. I'm showing up. Real life 300. All right, let's go. Throw down. You come on out here. Let's go. We're going to, is it roll? We're going to roll as they say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. I like it. All right. So, so Michelle, you obviously have been uh, blown up on the scene with Instagram. You're educating, training, originators, loan officers, uh, real estate agents across the country. And uh, first of all, I would just want to applaud you for you know the impact and difference you're making in our industry. I hear a lot of good stuff from people who are aligning with you and going through your, your education. Your name has come up a lot over and over again. Um, but here today, we're talk we're, we want to talk about like how do you take extreme ownership, like own this sucker and actually, you know, grow your influence online with social media. So, so that's easy. We'll cover that in 20, 30 minutes, right? Oh, for <laughs> um, sure. What would you say then uh, is the number one struggle uh, for most people just getting started with just taking ownership of themselves on social? 
Yeah. So this is such an important conversation. And I think, you know, Jeff, you and I have talked so many times about mm. business and, and being able to develop what you and I both have developed thus far. And was it easy to get here? Was it easy to get to where, you know, you are with your podcast and a lot of the other things that you're doing or for me with the course and, um, you know, you with your book, which is just awesome. And does that happen overnight? You know, and I think a lot of people think and they look at success and they think that you just wake up and end up like that. And you don't, first off. But second of all, I think for me, the biggest mindset shift where I really launched my career was when I changed the limiting beliefs that I had in, in my own mind, right? And I made the decision in my head to say, I don't care that there are other people who have done this. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it better. And I think in your head, it has to start in between your ears and it has to be a conversation that you say, these are the limiting beliefs. These are the things that everybody's always saying that it's hard about social media, but it doesn't have to be hard. Mm -hmm. And so I'll address the, the biggest limiting belief, in my opinion, when it comes to Instagram marketing and using social media as a whole, it's especially when it comes to Instagram, the biggest thing and the most common thing that people tell me is I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. And my response to you when people say that is if you don't have time to be communicating and connecting and building relationships with new clients, then you have a bigger problem, I think. Um, in my opinion, you know, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or any other social media platform, if you don't have time to talk to people, then you're in the wrong industry, right? Because as real estate agents and as loan officers, we got to talk to people all the time. And so that's kind of like the biggest thing. It doesn't matter how great your content is right out of the gate. It doesn't matter how good you are at your hashtags right out of the gate. If you're willing to have conversations and you're willing to talk to people, Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. It's just going to, it's no matter what. So getting out of this mind frame of like, well, I just don't have time for that. I think yeah, is the yeah. biggest one. So is, do you think that's just like a knee jerk reaction excuse, you know, kind of like in the lender space when, um, you know, we're prospecting agents and they say, oh, I already have a lender, right? That's just like kind of a knee jerk response that may or may not actually be true. Do you think it's similar for people with that response on social? I just don't have time for that. Yeah, 100%. I 1000% believe it. And I think the reason that they say they don't have time leads into multiple other things, but one of which being, I don't even know how to get started. So I'm not going to take the time to figure out how to get started. I'm just going to say I don't have time for it. Yeah, because it's going to require work. It's going to require learning some new skill. Mm -hmm. Let's face it, it's a skill and it's going to take some time, you know? So how do you help people overcome that? How do you help them get through it? I mean, um, you know, there's got to be a, a reason why, like, why would I be willing to take this on? Uh, if I don't see the payoff, I'm going to be like, yeah, just, ah, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, to answer your question, how do I help them do that? Yeah. Um, the, the ultimate answer is when I was developing what I now call the Instagram power method, I went undercover a little bit and I took some of the social media classes that are out there um, with brokerages and other loan offices, like, you know, lender offices that are hosting them or sponsoring them or whatever. Mm. And I've done my fair share of conferences and sitting in on some of them. And to me, the biggest problem was they were really informational. They were very 30,000 foot view, like let's empower you and let's inspire you. But where's the tangible action? Mm. Where's the item that I can leave here with 
and go home and actually do and see immediate progress. So everybody's all about instant gratification. Everybody's all about if I don't see progress or any kind of forward motion, then it just doesn't work. So you were saying you give them very tangible homework assignments and action steps to, you know, essentially baby steps to get started, right? Yeah. And it has to start from before we ever even post on Instagram. So you don't have to think the very first thing I need to do is just put something out there. That's not the answer, right? Mm. There's things that go in and well before that to make it so that once you do start showing up, you're so confident in the content you're putting out that it's really, it almost becomes fun. And it's like a creative outlet for you to be able to showcase your expertise. Awesome. Hey, Kimberly, thanks for letting us know you hear us both. We'd love to know, Kimberly, since you stepped up, it's your chance to win a free book. What's your question? What's your number one struggle with social media? Go ahead, put in your answer. We want to know now. That's why we have the Jeopardy music. So um, let's let's do this. Let's let's fast, por- fast forward this a little bit. What's Share some of the payoff, some of the results by people following your um, teachings, right? Some of the results people have been able to get. Yeah. So the one I'll give her an amazing shout out. So she is a student of mine here. I actually live in Phoenix um, and she's a realtor here in Phoenix as well. Her name is Sherry Smith. So if you guys look her up on Instagram, Sherry Smith realtor Mm -hmm. Um, and her, like just when she first started, I got to say this laughingly, but when she first started with me, I believe it was November of last year. She was really hard as a student for me in the sense of every single thing was question after question after question. Um, she was really involved in trying to do the homework, but it was like every single time she was going through it, it was like more and more and more questions. Mm. Um, and it was one of those things as a coach and as somebody who does this for my own business, I was like, okay, Sherry, let's just trust me. Let's just keep moving forward. Um, and she did the whole time, every single time she, she gave me a lot of pushback, but it helped me grow as a coach. Um, and it also turned into in May. So we're in June right now, but in May this last month, she had her best month ever as a real estate agent. She closed eight transactions in one month and she was doing two, three, maybe. Um, and she did eight. And when she DM'd me on Instagram to tell me about her success in May, she was like, I could almost feel her crying like through the DM because she was so emotional about the fact that four of the eight had come directly through DMs. And it was from people in her SOI who didn't even know that she was a real estate agent until they started following her on social media. And it was like, as a coach, I could have just quit there and been like, I've done my job, you know? And uh, Kimberly, I see your question. We'll get to in a second. So how long had she been working with you um, to, to, uh, up until this recent win. So she started with me in November. Um, November. she was on a, she was on a team of, I think four or five other agents that had bought the course all together. Mm-hmm. And she started then she was doing all of the group coaching calls with me. Um, so I do group coaching every single week for the teams. And then I also do group coaching for the individuals that join. Um, and she was there, she would show up every single week for her coaching, um, all the way through like mid March. And then she stopped the coaching. Um, she was really confident in her delivery of everything and she was showing up so well. And then all of a sudden, like it just exploded. Um, so, so. T- t- about four months now, by the way, uh, this is the question that, uh, she was working with you for about four months. So Kimberly's biggest frustration or challenge. What's up, Kimberly? Hey, I sent you a book. Did you get your book yet? I'd love to know, but thank you for being here and par- participating. We appreciate you. High five. <laughs> um, being consistent. I would have to uh, agree with Kimberly. 
that it's it's hard and i'll share my little angle on that it's hard to be consistent and i think part of the reason is you can speak to this is because we often feel pressure that we also have to be consistent and be everywhere on social so i'd love for you to kind of unpack the consistency thing and then how that those two are tied together yeah so i love kimberly's question and that's one of the other limiting beliefs i think in my opinion when it comes to instagram is that if you don't show up constantly like you're gonna fail mm -hmm. and i don't believe in that what i do believe however in is creating a content calendar and having a content calendar that does the work for you mm -hmm. so a content calendar itself um kimberly says she hasn't gotten your book yet jeff um <laughs> thank you thank uh, you <laughs> oh no <laughs> um so creating a content calendar it's not just writing an excel spreadsheet that says what you're posting on what day what the content calendar does and the way that I teach the content calendar is to make your four pillar pieces of content. Um, and I talk about that a lot in my Facebook group and other places. So if you guys want to know what those four pillars are, we can address that later. But, mm -hmm. um, those four pillar types of content, if you have them and you know what they are, then on a Sunday when your kids are playing in the backyard, um, or you're, um, you know, out, where like what's a good example like for me personally on sunday morning we get up we have coffee we watch our dogs play and we watch church um so right before church we have like an hour of downtime and so for me that's when i plan out my entire week so i don't plan 30 days in advance either so i know kimberly's saying she struggles with content calendars um i don't plan 30 days at a time i know what's coming down the pipeline that far but i plan seven days in advance and i get really consistent at doing seven days and the content I find when I only batch seven days at a time is stronger, is in my opinion, more valuable because I'm more passionate about it when I'm writing it. And I already know, hey, I have a lifestyle image coming up on Friday. And by the way, Friday happens to be my birthday, easy picture for me to use, right? I can plan things out in advance. Um, and then, you know, if I wanna be spontaneous and I wanna show up with something random that day, it'll go in my stories. Yeah, for sure. And I know you're a big fan of uh, using a scheduler. Uh, you're a fan of Planoly? Yep. Right? Which yes. is a third-party scheduling tool. Um, is it? Is it? You know, I know that it probably you choose that. I think bottom line is this, is using a scheduler helps you free up your time, right? Because I think the pressure is, is like you feel like, okay, if I got to if I got to post five days a week, let's say, or three days or seven, whatever your number is, um, then I've got to like physically get on there, think about it. What you're doing is you're scheduling this all in advance and it's posting automatically, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so mm -hmm, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say Planoli. The reason I also only do seven days at a time is a lot of people ask the question of, well, I want to make sure that when I am showing up, it's authentic and it's, you know, what happens if I want to be spontaneous or, I don't want to post pictures from two years ago because then it's not really me anymore, you know? Right. Um, so for me, that's why seven days is my recommendation always. And yes, I have a 30 day content calendar built out. So I know what's coming, but again, taking it in bite-sized chunks, I think that that'll be like our theme mm -hmm. is so much more powerful because anybody can plan seven days. It's not hard and you're not going far enough out where you feel like, well, crap, if I have a listing that I have scheduled for Wednesday, and on Thursday, it's already under contract, but I don't have another listing post for 10 days, then what do I do? Yeah. Um, so because it's only seven days at a time, you don't ever run into those types of issues. So you're sitting down, like, uh, I think you said, was it a Sunday or you pick mm -hmm. one day kind of at the front of the week and you kind of map out, how long does it take you to map out your week's posts? 
like literally maybe an hour at most. Yeah. Yeah. So because of the content calendar, because I know what I'm posting on what days Mm -hmm. I can, all I have to do is write my captions. Like I have to write seven captions, um, you know, and make sure that, you know, if you guys have ever, or if you guys consume me on Instagram, you know, I write pretty long captions. That's just kind of how I do things. Um, so not everybody writes quite as much as I do, but to, for me to write seven captions and make sure that they're all scheduled on the right days and times is maybe an hour. So then the name of the game is you've got your posts scheduled and everybody asks like, Hey, what's the best time to post? Right. I don't know what your take is on all that. (laughs) I think that's nonsense. No. So there is a best time to post for your audience. And the problem is that everyone likes to lump themselves into one group. Uh, oh, well, I'll just Google it. And the best time of day to post on Instagram is 2 p.m. Right. And the answer is that that's not true. Every single one of us. So I know, you know, even me and you, Jeff, right? We have totally similar audiences in mo- in many cases with real estate agents and loan officers. But the way that your audience consumes your Instagram is different than the way my audience consumes my Instagram. Mm. So the quick schedule feature that is part of Planoli is designed specifically to look at your audience and the times of days that your audience consumes your content the most. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you a quick skill, sorry, quick schedule. That's a weird word to say fast um, feature where you can choose one of the top three times for every single day of the week. Um, so I, I mean, I know Kimberly's on here still with us and you know, for yeah. Kimberly, her content's going to look totally different than me and yours. And so now let's just continue to carry this out. So you've got, you've taken your day, your Sunday, your Monday, whatever. Um, you've scheduled out your next seven days, let's say. And so then the name of the game is for you at those times or when you can, um, is you, you're engaging. Like people that are leaving comments, how do you manage the engagement side of things? So I actually have a structured engagement assignment, if you will, um, a daily homework assignment um, that involves for me personally, it's going to look a little bit different, but for my students, the way that I structure it is the total of 45 comments a day, um, and a total of 20 to 30 story replies per day. Um, and keep in mind that story replies show up in your DMS. So that's where those private messages get developed or those conversations get developed. Um, and then 45 comments is not just 45 comments on whatever willy nilly, there's a structure and a strategy there. Mm -hmm. Um, and my assistant, Sarah and I, um, we had a test. We like, battled each other to see who could do this fastest. Um, Mm -hmm. and it took me less than 18 minutes. I think it was like 17 minutes and 47 seconds or something like that to do 45 comments and 30 story replies. So it was really fast. Aren't you, I mean, those, those comments and that the engagement on your, your social media profile isn't going to come in all in one like hour segment, right? It's going to be scattered out throughout the day. So no, I mean, you don't have to do it scattered throughout the day. I mean, for me, do I reply to comments that people leave when I get them? Yes. So I have my post notifications turned on. Um, so if someone comments on my piece of content that goes out at, let's say two in the afternoon, um, I will obviously see that and be able to jump in and leave my comment or leave my response to their comment. However, the structured daily engagement homework can be done whenever you want to do it and you can do it in one sitting. Um, and again, that homework is designed to be structured to be on certain places on the platform mm-hmm. so that you can generate new eyeballs for your content. Okay, that's good stuff. So what I'm hearing overall is to succeed on social, to have extreme ownership, to grow your influence, you need to have a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a plan and a strategy. You just can't wing it and just go, oh, it's Tuesday. I think I got up 15 minutes. I think I'll like build my social media brand. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> 
And when I say extreme ownership, if, if I can, Jeff, and I'd love your opinion on this too, because I, I obviously value your opinion. And I think that you're somebody who motivates me and makes me want to be better. And, and I hope that that's vice versa. But when it comes to taking ownership of it, I, I posted a video on my face or on my Facebook a few minutes before we started our live here. And one of the things that I talk about is when I first decided to start teaching this, when I first decided I'm going to create the Instagram power method, I was making really good money as an influencer, helping mm. people buy and sell and, you know, generate ROI on products and helping them with that. Right. Um, but I quit that. I gave up all of it. I mm. point blank said, I'm done with doing it for everybody else and not helping anybody specifically and not helping empower people. Mm. So um, I talk about this openly and freely, but when I first decided to quit that, you know, I went from making really good money to making maybe three, maybe $4,000 a month and barely able to pay my bills. Right. But in that decision, I went all in and I said to myself, I, the only way I can fail is if I just don't do it. And I knew that I could do it. And so, you know, making that decision sometimes, and, you know, obviously deciding to do Instagram is probably not as big of a scary decision as that was. But the moral of it is the same is that it's going to take work and you're going to have to do the work in order for it to happen, you know, and fast forward to where we are now. And I'm so incredibly grateful for my husband and for the mind frame that him and I were in of it's okay if we go to that place, because we're going to be way better off and I'm going to be way more fulfilled doing it. Yeah, there's a lot in there, by the way. And absolutely, you should take ownership of the impact you're making for people. But you opened up talking about, um, I don't remember exactly, but basically it's a one of the ways or one of the think the, 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 the roadblocks or the resistance that people have with social, I've faced this, you probably as well, is putting yourself out there. Right, and uh, I did a session with Shay Robottom a few weeks ago, and that she talked about you've got to be okay with being wrong sometimes, and you've got to be okay with um, you know people um, not liking it, uh, not being you know you're not for everybody, and if you're going to put yourself out there, you're, you, that's taking a risk in and of itself. And I think you've got to get in the mindset, right, and the confidence, like you have evolved to, obviously extremely confident, where it's just like, look, this is who I am, this is what I stand for, and this is my platform, right? And so there's no stopping you from here on out. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and and I appreciate you, and I know, you know, Jeff, you've known me from before the Instagram Power Method even launched. You were part of that. And I think that to me, the scariest thing is making the decision to say, I don't know how to do this. Right. And I'm okay with the fact that I don't know how to do this, but yep. I'm going to be okay with asking questions mm -hmm. from people who have already walked in my, you know, walked the path that I want to walk down. Uh, you know, the right. Phil Treadwells of the world, um, you obviously people that have been huge influences in my career that have helped me you know, when I first met both you and Phil Treadwell, I had zero, I had nothing to show for my hard work at that point, because I had just had seven months of grinding, trying to build this monster of a course, but I had no results to show for it. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's you just, do. yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a decision you have to be okay with making. Oh, it's absolutely a decision. And it's just, you know, it's like the, it's revealed on the way you, you don't get all the answers up front, right? You get, it's revealed with every step you take. Speaking of being transparent and being willing to expose that you don't know everything, 
you mentioned earlier just a few minutes ago that you you uh, posted a story that mentioned me um, about us going live earlier and 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 so you know you can you probably can't see it here with the glare but for people watching or listening oftentimes when people mention you in their story you're given the option to add to your story when that comes in right so yeah. here's what here's what i'm not sure on is exactly how i should what's the best practice on that because if i if i click add to my story that's cool i mean i think in the past i've you know i'm adding like do i do i do i tag you do i add some comments i mean how how would i best repurpose your story that mentions me so great question. Um, and my suggestion to you would be to reshare it into your stories. Um, it'll automatically tag me because I'm the one that created it. But if you do like a little blurb at the bottom, you know, something about me, something about you and I as friends, something about how you're excited about going live, whatever the feedback or the statement is that you want to make. Um, I think I posted a little feedback on it when I posted it about you. Mm -hmm. Um, so just like a little, a little blurb, it doesn't have to be like a, a full sentence. It can right, just right. be a, a quick statement. Um, so the best practice as a whole, if, if somebody tags me in their stories, whether it's a client, whether it's a sponsor or whether it's, you know, you or somebody who I'm doing business with, if that makes sense, um, I will always reshare it. Uh, I will tell you that there's a lot of spam in this world. So mm -hmm. don't reshare stuff that doesn't align with your business or the, with the way that you do things right. um, and be cognizant of that and, and make educated decisions for yourself. But um, okay. I would definitely reshare as much of it as possible. And the reason being is it doubles the number of eyeballs on your content, right? So if I share you in my story, you now get my entire audience if you reshare me and yours, I now get your entire audience. Will there be overlap? Probably yeah. a little bit, uh, yeah. but not entirely. Yeah, no, but that's cool. Well, well, awesome, because uh, I'm definitely going to reshare this afterwards. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I was doing it correctly on that. Thank you. Um, let's do this. Uh, let's pivot for a second and talk about some of the new features on Instagram, because Instagram over the last several months has really come out with some cool things that you yep. are better uh, equipped to talk about. So what are, what are some of your favorite new Instagram features? I just took a picture of us, by the way, yeah, for Instagram see, stories. I know. So you gotta re you're so good. You remind me to do that all the time. Let's see. Which screen should I use? The little one or this one? All right. Here we go. Boom. Good to go. Got to do vertical though, right? Right? Got to yes. do vertical? Yes. See? Look at that. Look at that. I just caught myself. <laughs> okay. Go I ahead. I love it. Um, so one of my personal favorite new features is this like small business tag where you can mm. tag the person's in, like you can tag Instagram pages anyway. Okay. Um, but it's kind of like giving a small business a shout out and mm. the way that, and I'll do this with you, but the way that this kind of works and I think is super cool. Um, let me save that picture before I lose it. Hold on. Yeah. Um, but if you click that little sticker and then, um, mine is my small business one is gone. Here's, oh no, here it is. It's farther down. Um, oops, this way. So down here, it's this one. Uh -huh. Um, so yeah. if you click support small business, then you can tag them. Um, so I'll just tag, let's say sweets brew. Cause it's like my favorite coffee shop. Um, and then what it does is it shows, oops, this way. Um, ah, there we go. It shows their rating. Um, it shows their business. It'll show a couple of photos from their page. Um, so it's, I, the way I look at it is it's like a little advertisement for one of your favorite businesses that you're promoting. Um, and is that for stories specifically? Yes. Okay. Yep. Got it. So if I go to Sweets Brew, let's just say, so that's a really, 
amazing coffee shop here in Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I go there and I tag them and support small using the small business support tag, um, if I were to click that, let's post it, for example, as like a test and I'll show you what this does here. I can even pull up your Instagram um, and, and uh, do a screen share if you want. So you can't post stories from your computer, by the way. That is true. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when you post it is if so, mine just went live and now you can see that small business tag there. Mm-hmm. So if you click on the small business, it's going to show their profile and it's also going to allow you to follow them from right there. Um, mm. Instead of having to actually go to their page, um, you can follow them. Oops. You can follow them right there. So you can see I'm already following them. So I don't need to. Um, but Jeff, if you were to go to my story and click on that, you'd be able to have the option to follow them as well. Um, and you know, of course, then it's going to take them or take the user to be able to go to their profile and consume it. Got it. All right. So you like that giving shout outs and props to local businesses you love? hundred percent. I think it's so important. And again, the goal being that they're going to now reshare you, um, to duplicate the number of eyeballs. It's all about how many SOIs can I tap into that have audiences that matter to me. Right. So this is, I'm kind of highlighting the sticker right there. So people, if you're watching, you can see it. It says support small business. It's one of those story stickers. Stay at home is a new one they came out with. Have you been using thank you at all? Um, I haven't, no. Um, but I think it's just another way of, again, just, shouting just, out and supporting people. Yeah, just giving acknowledgement to somebody. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, so what else is new with Instagram stories? Um, so for me, one of the things, there's a little bit of a hack for people who want to be able to share links and URLs in their stories without having to have 10,000 followers. So mm. I don't have 10,000 followers. Um, and right. I, you know, I'm sure I will at some point, probably hopefully in the near future, but, um, has that changed the way I do business? No, because if you create IGTV videos and you share them, um, in your stories, you can actually have a swipe up feature to get them to click or to actually get them to swipe up. And then they get to watch that whole IGTV video. Um, or you can also send them to an external URL there through that. Um, so a little bit of a hack workaround, if you will, because I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I want the swipe up feature so that I can sell this or I can sell that, or I can send people to a news article. Um, but the IGTV video. So if you were, let's say for example, we recorded a video about the interest rate being like rock bottom right now. Um, and here in Phoenix, the inventory is so low. Yeah. Um, I know that that's common everywhere for the most part right now, but especially for me, I know obviously my home market and Phoenix's is very, very low. So let's say I have a news article that I want to share. If I record a video talking about interest rates and talking about how low the inventory is here, then I can post that video as an IGTV video and have a swipe up link that will send them to a URL of a news article about it. Um, and I can do that through my stories because of the way that the IGTV linking is set up. Really? That's cool. I like that. More functionality and the fact that we can get people to swipe up without having 10,000 followers. Yeah. Cause I feel like everybody wants that. And then I feel like I have to let them down and be like, I'm sorry, but you have to have 10,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Which, which is kind of silly. Um, okay. And, and specifically we're seeing somewhere on, on video. I don't know if this covers it already. Um, what's, what's your take on Instagram live IGTV? Um, so difference though, between Instagram TV and IG live. Um, I personally, right. I don't go live very much on Instagram. I go live more so on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, I, 
say this selfishly in this sense, but for me to go live on Facebook helps me with ads and, and retargeting people and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you can do that with Instagram, but I just personally do it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do it both ways, but my take on IGTV is you should be using it as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and I teach my students to have an IGTV channel so they can use their value series content and put in, put it in a channel. Um, so if they want to talk about interest rates or the inventory in their markets, whatever, um, record a video about it, post it on your feed, add it to your Instagram TV channel, then Instagram becomes YouTube, becomes Facebook, it becomes all of these other platforms and all these other social media platforms in one. So, I mean, I know you talked about repurposing content and how you feel like you have to be everywhere. Instagram gives you the capability to basically have the same kind of content you would on all of those platforms on one. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on the IGTV thing. I've been experimenting with that lately. Um, and of course, then you can run ads, right? Leveraging some of that data on viewers and things yeah. like that. Yep. 100%. You can retarget it. Mm, interesting. Uh, I, it's always baffled me as to why Instagram is the one platform you cannot simulcast live to still. Like, you know, right now we're on two, three, um, two groups and one page on Facebook and YouTube. Can't do this on Instagram. I don't know. You got to be on the app. Got to talk to Mark Zuckerberg about that. Maybe he'll have a a, a insight that we don't have. I don't know. They're the only holdout. You could do it to LinkedIn. You know what I mean? But uh, I guess they want, you know, it's the whole native native platform thing, which, you know, they've made some enhancements that I found it to be easier for users, such as like you used to have to post from the app and all that kind of jazz. And you know what I mean? That's gotten a little bit opened up, which is cool. Yep, you can DM from your computer now and like do all yeah. your comments and your liking from your desktop. Uh, like when you sent me the link for you know me to join you, right? I just opened it up on my desktop through the Instagram app. I didn't have to do it through my phone. Uh, exactly. Nice. So it's so, definitely become more user friendly for sure. Yeah, and right now I, in full transparency, people, I use Creator Studio. That's what I use. Got any two cents about that? Um, I mean, I. I don't not like creator studio, um, but it's just not personally what I use and it's not personally what I teach um, solely because of the structure and the way that I teach Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I think creator studio of course has its place um, Mm -hmm. and you can schedule IGTV videos through creator studio, which you can't do through um, Planoli, which is what I use. Um, But you know, there's other benefits to not using creator studio um, and having, you know, being a creator account versus being a professional account slash business account. Um, they all have their own pros and cons. I think you have to make a decision that's best for you and for your business. 100%. You know, the next thing you got to do, you've got to get educated. You've got to learn. You've got to get the skills. I mean, you know, a classic cliche example I use when people, um, you know, we talk about uh, it's hard, right? Ownership is hard. Like growing a brand is hard. It is. And guess what else is hard or has been hard in your life that was once hard, but now is easy, but worth doing how many things in your life were like that? Driving a car, so many. for example, right? Relationships, um, raising kids, whatever, fill in the blank. You've done a lot of hard things already. Um, there's a famous quote, I love that. Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly in the beginning, right? Because you know that's how you get good at something is you start out sucking at it. Um, so we're all at different levels of not doing well, but you've got to stay yeah. on that path. What I love about you is let's briefly talk about your Instagram power method. You're helping originators and, and uh, real estate professionals level up their Instagram game. Tell us a little bit about that and then let's give out the link and how people can learn more. 
Yeah. So two seconds before I do that is I freaking love what you just said. And I will, I know for sure that you'll agree with me based off what you just said, but I personally think that the things that are the most fulfilling in my life, not just personally, but in my career um, and just in general is the things that felt so freaking hard when I was starting. Um, because I, I, there were many days where I sat in this office that I'm currently sitting in and I was crying and thinking like, (laughs) there's no way I'm going to be able to figure out how to do this. Um, and they are so fulfilling when you get over the hump of it. And as long as you make one small step forward every day, um, it makes a huge difference. Um, so to answer your question about the Instagram power method. So yes, the name of the program that I've created is the Instagram power method. Um, I created it and launched it in July of 2019. Um, The program itself is a total of 65 videos currently with two brand new modules coming, including one about IGTV and how to create that video series channel, um, how to use and create value series content out of IGTV. Um, Also, there's a new module called DM like a boss and learning how to DM in a way that creates conversion for you um, that moves your leads from like that cold status into warm status into a hot lead that's ready to work with you. Um, and the way that the course is designed is throughout the videos with the total of 65 and there'll be, I believe 72 after both of those modules are done. Um, but there's also 17 handouts. So all 17 of those handouts are my brain on paper to help make it really easy and tangible for you guys to do the homework assignments to get to the promised land. Um, (laughs) as I like to say, and what I'm going to do, um, and obviously, you know, Jeff, you and I can work together on this too, but I'd like to add a module in there with all of my podcast interviews and things that I've done with people as kind of like a bonus reel to help just give golden nuggets to people. So, um, the course itself is available for monthly payment plan as well as a one-time fee, depending on how you want to do that. Um, and Jeff, I know you own the course, so I'm sure you can attest to all the stuff that's in there. Yeah, I'm still going through the data, man. There's just so much information in there. Uh, so I, I think you've done a really great job packaging it up and making it easy to understand and apply. Like you said, step by step. You know what I mean? We're not we're not trying to become uh, Instagram, you know, get a million followers. We're just trying to build our influence and our personal brand kind of in our pocket of the world. Yep. You don't cool. have to talk to everybody. You just have to talk to the right people. Ooh, I like that. All right. So what's the URL for this thing, huh? So I can put it in the notes here in the thread. Um, so BermanMediaPD.com uh, will help you. Um, let me give you the URL if you want me to, Jeff. I got it right here. BermanMediaPD.com is where yeah. you want me to get started? Yeah. Okay. Um, right. I would just make sure that it works on your end because sometimes it can be fidgety if spelled weird. Oh, Actually, here's what I'll do. I'll give them the actual, because that's a redirect. So how about yeah. I just put the actual real link in there? Is that cool? Sure. Yeah, the redirect is the pretty link, but the actual link, there you go. Yeah, Love there it. you go. Make it easier. Um, yeah, um, I don't know if I can put a comment in the chat box or not, but if you if you want to, my Instagram handle sure. is just Berman Media Social. Um, so you guys are welcome to to check my stuff out there. Um, but some exciting news, you know, in general, uh, I have a lot of really big things coming in 2020. Hopefully, by the end of the month, I'll actually be speaking in Nashville in September. So I'm excited about that. What's going on um, in Nashville in September? Yeah, so um, Tell my. Me. We're, we're speaking for Next Level Loan Officers, which is a big um, mortgage marketing group, yeah. um, mortgage coaching group um, with Kenneth Travis, um, who's actually a client of ours as well. 
Um, but he has asked me to be the uh, social media speaker for all of the next level loan officer live events and their mastermind coaching, um, little girl power for you, if you will. But we happen to be, <laughs> we happen to be getting to go to Nashville and I'm really excited about that. Um, and have you, have I do you been before never oh, no. boy. you like, you like uh, country dance and all that line dancing boots. Scooting? Oh yeah. Right. Um, my husband and I's first dance was Unanswered Prayers by Garth Brooks. Oh, so, well, you're going to love it down there, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm a, a little bit excited, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> may not come back. You might be might be yeah, right? getting that answer notification. Michelle moved to Nashville. Buying a house in Nashville. Love it. Yeah. So cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So everybody listening or watching, look, the, the links, if you want to take the next step, uh, get acquainted with Michelle, you can do so on our Instagram profile. It's Berman at Berman Media Social. Or as uh, we said, give us the actual pretty URL again for your Berman Media website. Um, yeah. So it's just Berman Media PD, P as in Paul, D as in dog.com. Okay. Um, the best place to start, in my opinion, is the link in my bio on Instagram. It's going to take you to my free roadmap, which will then redirect you to the Berman Media website. Perfect. Awesome. That's a great place to get started. And uh, hey, Jimmy Joseph, man, thanks for being here. Love, love the comments you were putting in there. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody who's been here, whether it's live or replay. Make sure you follow Michelle. She's putting out great content. And once again, Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it so much. The audience, the audience is going crazy. You know who else we have in the audience? Special guest? Wow. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So listen, we got to go. We got work to do. I got to yep. go work out, get my afternoon workout on. Ah. Get some. All right. I'm going to. You take care. Everybody else, thank you for being here. And uh, you know what we're going to do? Bye, guys. Go out like we normally do. We will see you on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done-for-you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done-for-you proven marketing materials and plug-and-play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.